thrilled to have on the line with me Roberta Sutton. Uh, Roberta, welcome. It's great to have you on the show again. Oh, thank thank you so much for having me back. Well, absolutely. Um, I did get I got your book finished. Uh, this is an important book. What you don't know that your kids don't know. It's a it's a very good read. It's it's not a real long book, but man, there's a lot of information in there, and it's really really important. So so thank you. First of all, how can people get this book, Roberta? Because every every parent, grandparent, community member needs to read this book because. It's so important. Oh, thank you so much for saying that. Uh, it's on Amazon. It's $12. Um, and uh, it's selling well. It's even selling in Japan. <laughs> that's fantastic. International, and that's good. So, but let's yeah. jump in here. You, We have a little bit of a, an outline of things that you wanted to talk about, and it's so important. So let's stay on task, and I'm going to let you go ahead and and start on this, okay. but you know, we okay. we ha- we think that our kids are learning certain things, but uh, c- break that out. It's not happening. Well, that's that's the whole um, reason that I felt I should write this book because a lot of parents are assuming that things are going along at the same rate and pace that that, and they're learning that their students are learning the same things at the same point in their education that that they were that the parents were mm-hmm. and that may not be the case i I'm, i can assure you and, that's not the case and um the parents don't know it i know um and so um what they're being taught is being thinned and um also what i've also seen is that the approval of socialism in our especially our high schools, is gaining ground. And and American history and patriotism, that sort of thing, uh, anything that would foster that isn't being taught. Well, and Roberta, uh, you're really an expert on this. You, uh, you're a physics teacher. I mean, and, right. I mean, that was your training. But then you have right. been substituting, uh, uh, you know, you, you took some time off from teaching and, and uh, you have another career as well, but... But you've been substitute teaching as well in one of the um, area school districts. And so that's right. why you wrote this book is because of what you're seeing. So you are well, that, an expert on this. Well, the whole thing. Um, I would come home after my day of teaching, and my husband would say, well, how was your day? And when I would tell him what the, the uh, assignments had been, what, what the material had been that we covered, he would be so surprised. His eyes would get bigger and bigger. Um, and I'll just give you an example. Um, this was in a physics class. I, I used to be a physics teacher. Um, that's what my degree is in. So I, I taught a lot of physics and chemistry and math. And um, this was in a physics class. Um, first of all, they had no books. Can you imagine mm. teaching physics without a book? Wow. Wow. Uh, usually you have to read things several times, explanations, uh, words in several times to for them to soak in, at least I did. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> But this is the way it worked in this class. The, the students came in, and they got their Chromebooks, which are like iPads, and then they got on the Chromebook to get the school website, and then the teacher's website, and then the day's work, and they did those problems. It was a problem set. Okay. Um, so nothing to read, just 
problem set. Uh, they worked out the problems and emailed them to the teacher. No paper. Wow. Okay. This is very 21st century, I'm sure, mm-hmm. except that the students told me that they were totally lost and had no idea what they were doing. They were studying the section of physics. Uh, there are several sections of physics. The hardest one is called mechanics, and that's where you study velocity, acceleration, mass, momentum, pressure, force, that sort of thing. And those equations that have to do with those things need to be derived in front of the kids at the blackboard and explained and and also have a book to look back at for the explanation of them. The kids were just substituting in numbers into equations if the numbers and the equations matched. <laughs> and um, the, t- the kids told me that, they, that their teacher had only stood up in front of them and taught them two days so far that year. And I was there in December. That's astonishing. Um, That's astonishing. Tell us they about said th- they, were, oh, go, well, they, they just said they were so lost. There was an English class. Um, the, they were to, to choose a poem and put it into a PowerPoint presentation with music. And so we, our, the day I was there, we were in the, the lab, <clears throat> the computer lab. And so the kids were trying to do their PowerPoint presentation, which they didn't know how to do. And um, the, the poem part of it, the English. And was this high school? Was this high school? Yeah, this and, high school. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and so the English part, which would I, I guess would be the poem that they chose, that was so eclipsed by the IT part, and um, there was only one person in the building that knew how to put music with a PowerPoint, and she was in the library or the LMC, and she was so overworked that she never made it up to the computer lab to help us. And so most of, they, most of the kids just sat there waiting. And there was another, um, ex, this was a middle school science class. Uh, I, I was told um, when I went there that we would be conducting an experiment, and I was so happy. And we went from the room that had the soapstone um counters around the sides with uh, Bunsen burners and glassware in the drawers. We went from that room, which was really a science room, up to a computer lab room, and they did the experiment virtually. They stirred the beaker of boiling water, read the temperature, all virtually. There's one advantage, no bird fingers. (laughs) I guess so, huh? Wow. But but it's not hands-on. It's really, a, it's really an IT thing. It's not a science thing. And another example, I w- this was a physics class in another school, and they were doing an important, they, they were studying light. That way they were in the section called light. And, and the, the big thing, studying light, is you're t- trying to determine if it's a particle or a wave. Okay. And so they were doing something called a ripple tank experiment. And um, the ripple tank does have a lot of water in it, um, and there, you have to have two sources of uh, ripples being generated. 
And the kids are to observe nodes, you know, the smooth spots uh, that interfere, where the two waves interfere with each other. And, and also how, they, how the waves bend around obstructions. Well, <clears throat> they didn't do it with ripple tank equipment. Uh, they did it virtually. Um, the, the rows of, of students were three, three people. And at the end of that row was a computer that belonged to the cl classroom. And so one of the students, one of the three, sat at the computer and tried to bring it up. In some cases, it, it loaded very slowly and didn't load at all. And so they, those kids didn't get to do the experiment. Um, it takes about a half a class period to set up ripple tank equipment, the physical equipment. But then you get to actually see the ripples, the water rippling and showing the nodes and the, and the bending. and and that that would be the hands-on, but I, I, they, the there's the virtual. I don't think can replace the real the real experience. Oh my gosh, Roberta, I totally agree with you. you no, know, let's go to break uh, because we have more important information to go through on this. But I'm just thinking about you know time is so valuable. And the wasting of time, the wasting of resources to not really be teaching our kids. I was thinking about it on the way over here. I think it, it's almost a crime. So, but let's go to break. When we come okay. back, we're talking with Roberta Sutton about her very important book, What You Don't Know That Your Kids Don't Know. Uh, we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson. Dissecting issues is right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation. We're having a conversation with Roberta Sutton about her very important book, What You Don't Know That Your Kids Don't Know. Roberta, very quickly, producer uh, Dave just wanted to interject something that you saw online. So I found this article from the California Globe, yesterday's edition of California Globe, and it said that California schools, despite a 60%, I'm sorry, a 60% spending increase since 2011 there's been no performance change whatsoever and i think that uh it kind of proves that throwing money at a situation is not necessarily going to fix the problem okay good point there uh roberta do you want to comment on that um because we have a lot yes. of great information to get through too so but yeah what's your comment yes i would um i have in my book um it is possible to make a perfect score on the act and the last student that did that um I have it in my book, um, he was homeschooled, which doesn't cost very much money at all. Mm -hmm. So it's not money. It, it's, it's the, there, there is a new philosophy, it's in, this is in my book too, about um, education. And uh, the, we used to think of education as a teacher standing in front of a classroom presenting a subject doing maybe some work on the board and then sitting at her desk and the students, if they wanted help, could come up and get help and whatever was remaining was homework. That's not the case anymore. That's not the philosophy. The philosophy has changed. Uh, the philosophy now is to get the students to do as much of the teaching as possible. When we were hearing about this, my husband made the comment. He said, well, the, the teacher's the most prepared person in the room. I want my kid to be listening to the teacher. Mm -hmm. And um, But um, they call. It, this, is, this is the way it's being taught in the teachers' colleges. And um, they call that 
barking at the kids, which I I was shocked because I would sometimes sit up until midnight figuring out how we would present an idea in physics so that the, the, the students would understand it perfectly the first time because if you don't, sometimes their eyes glaze over and they never get the concept. Mm-hmm. So it needs to be presented correctly. And um, But anyway, um, the, these students... Are, there's a whole there's a whole new philosophy that nobody realizes. I certainly didn't. Well, and also the idea that uh, technology is so important, and really what is important is books. Yeah. Good good books. Good books. Um, right. The um, the U.S. News and World Report uh, it came out in April. You know it, it yearly does a an overview of high schools the best high schools it you know it determines the best high schools in the nation and one of our schools in jefferson county i don't i I try not to mention any teachers names or school names but people can always find this out if they want to but it was the highest in the in colorado and um according to the u.s news and world report um, and it's number 116 in the nation. And it uses only books, no technology. Mm-hmm. And it gets kitted regularly by other schools because they they don't use it. But it's written in the school's philosophy statement that it is textbook-based. And uh, it's, been, it's been very hard to keep it that way. Yeah, um, but... but- and you're talking about virtual, and you were talking about virtual experiments versus real hands-on experiments. You know, same with books. I mean, there's something I love books. The you know, turning the pages and and going back and rereading something. Uh, I I clearly am a paper person. You can look at <laughs> look at all the paper well, that I have, but but I think there's something important about having that option to do that. Well, um, I did see one history class uh, who used that used books and when we were in school remember we we would cover our books you know with brown paper mm-hmm. sacks and and we weren't allowed to write in them of course well this class this history class um they not only wrote in them they highlighted in them with various colors and when they used blue you know you could hardly read the letters behind it. I was shocked that they used highlight in there, that the kids were allowed to use that because it <clears throat> destroys the book. Well, right. And, you know, textbooks ideally would be used by somebody, you know, in the next year and the next year so that that would reduce the cost to do that. And, and I, I remember that as well. Books like that, you know, you, you took care of the, the covers and you didn't write in them. It was just kind of a sacred thing. So, um, and, uh, Nothing seems to be sacred. I wanted to say this, though. You know, all of these experiments <clears throat> in teaching would be fine if they are... Born if it if the idea is born out in the standardized tests, but the SAT, which started in 1941, in 1995, which isn't very long ago, it was had to be recentered or renormed, and they added 100 points to all of the scores 
because they had slipped down that that far since 1941. And that was in 1995. And since technology revolution with the cell phone and everything, it has declined at a precipitous rate. You know, one of the things uh, you said in your book that there was something I call I think called photomath, where you could kids could actually you know yeah. point their phone at a, a math yeah. problem, and have the it would work it for them. Mm-hmm. And and okay, and you know what, Robert, I'm looking at the time again, and we still have a whole bunch more that we need to talk about, so we need to get you rescheduled on this. But we are doing such a disservice to our kids. And we're doing a disservice to our hardworking people that are paying taxes. As Dave just mentioned, you know, a 60% spending increase in California. And I think people deep down, you know, we feel that we we want to give our kids a good education because a good education could be a a ticket out of of poverty. It could be, you you know, enabling or empowering people to have, you know, go after their hopes and dreams. So education is really important but again what we've seen is things that we value the the act of the radical activists have taken these things and they use it to take money out of our pockets because they say they're doing something good and you're right there in the schools and you see that we are letting our kids down right and and the and as i say what disturbed me the most is that people don't know it parents don't know it Okay. Uh, and that's frightening. And I don't think that this is terribly new. I think we are in maybe the second or third generation of the t- deterioration of gathering knowledge. Well, and uh, so let's, you know, first of all, we're going to get you back on because we have to continue this conversation. But you had in there, and I'd also seen this, the eighth grade graduation test or exam for in Salina, Kansas, back in like 1895. Now, my grand that eye opening. It's <laughs> very eye opening because I couldn't answer all that. My my grandmother, uh, the one that I talk about, that grew up in a two room sod house. So th- this was a dirt house, if you will. I mean, they were poor, but yeah. she uh, she had an eighth grade graduate. Uh, or she graduated the eighth grade, and that was it. As I looked at it, though, I mean, she ran a household. She was smart. She read. And they eventually became very, you know, successful. But it was because, I think, of that education. And and I think there are college graduates that could not pass that eighth grade uh, graduation test in 1895. Well, I'm a college graduate. I even have a master's. I couldn't pass it. <laughs> well, we've got, we're letting our kids down. We've got, to, we've got to get this turned around. So, Roberta Sutton, thank you so much. And we'll get you scheduled um, next month sometime that'll work for you. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Absolutely. And that book is What You Don't Know That Your Kids Don't Know. Every one of you, why don't you try to get that before we have Roberta on next week? You can go, you can go to Amazon and uh, next month then uh, you'll, you know, we'll go along uh, and go through that book and continue on. So thank you so much, Roberta.